Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning, let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so excited to have uh, this guest on the show today, Julie Vanderhoop, and she is the owner of Orange Peel Bakery. I'm going to give a little backstory on how I met Julie. My wife and I this summer went to uh, New England, and we spent some time in Martha's Vineyard. And we were driving by this bakery. We had a tour guide that was driving us around um, the island. And he said, you got to stop. I, I got to take you to Orange Peel Bakery. And and it just so happened that the owner, Julie, was there. And so we met each other. And it was great to meet her. But her concept, well, first of all, what the, the bakery and the pizzas, which we're going to talk about today, were um, I didn't have the pizza, but the baked goods I did are incredible. And the concept of how Julie started and runs Orange Peel Bakery is incredible. She's been noticed by um, people like Oprah, and she is uh, an amazing soul of a human being. And I was so excited that she agreed to be on the show. Uh, Julie, welcome, and thank you for taking time to be here. How are you? Thank you, John. And I am doing wonderful today, and... uh Yes, and thank you for stopping in uh, over your vacation and yes. visiting me at the Orange Peel. It's, uh, uh, it, was, it, it, it is evolving. <laughs> it, it was a highlight. So I didn't want to. I, I, I want I want you to tell everybody the story, if you will, uh, about Orange Peel Bakery and and about the you know how people pay for the baked goods and just I, I want oh, them sure. to hear it from you because I don't want to do it a disservice. So kind of take us from the beginning sure. and and let's and take us on the journey. Sure, absolutely. Okay. I moved back to the island twelve years ago um and came up with the idea uh someplace in between twelve and eleven years uh for building this oven. Uh a, a friend noticed that I was a single mother baking for my kids because I didn't want the ke- uh, chemicals or I wanted to know where my food was uh, and that my friends would come over and eat wonderful things. And the first thing they'd do is show up at tea time and they'd look at the counter. And I sat back for the week and I, and I noticed that I, I then believed her that they were coming over for the baked goods, not the tea. Um, <laughs> and I started a journey of looking for the oven. Um, found the oven uh, after joining an oven build uh, program, and it was amazing. Uh, it was a very simple design from France. It's called the La Pagnol oven. I imported it from France. It's the largest that they make. It's 10 feet around, wood-fired. It's made with what they call terre blanche, and that just, it, it means white earth in translation. And it is the most thermodynamic clay in the world. The oven is is one of the best tools, um, and it it complements everything that I do. Uh, the bakery is a twelve or sixteen by twenty foot small micro bakery in the middle of Aquina, which is the smallest township of Martha's Vineyard Island. And I have created an honor system 
uh, which is you come in and I might not be there and you leave money in the bowl, which is unattended. And you take your change out and walk away with whatever baked goods you see after adding it all up. And uh, it has worked fantastically. Um, There are no cameras. Um, It is uh, what I think and I like to think is giving people back the chance to be honorable, which you don't uh, you don't get in this day and age. Um, so first, that is a grace that most people don't put it out as. Uh, I trust people. I want to trust people. My son was seven years old when I uh, built the oven, and he said, Mom, what if someone comes and they take everything that we have made? And and I looked at him and I said, you mean everything? I said, oh, the, all the breads and maybe the computers and whatever. And he said, yeah. And I said, oh, uh, and, but we're okay. And we see that we've been you know, everything's gone. And I said, at the end of the day, what you know you can give is uh, a day's worth of work. And that was an example that I wanted to give my children. Uh, and being the single mom and knowing my community, uh, all of my base goods were based on the com- community. They've been tested at our pizza night. Pizza night is a community dinner and um, Welsh traditional. If you have an oven the size of mine, that you bring the community in and feed them. And by feeding them, well, I'd also do samples. Uh, In 2006, as I had just finished the oven, I started to do samples. And and I watched people and their reactions to what I was putting out. And and I'd sit back and and I'd say, okay, if it lasted longer than 10 10 minutes, then I got three stars. But if it was gone prior to 10 minutes, then it got five stars. And that was a keeper. You know, all my recipes are tried that way. And pizza night has grown. At first we were, would gather and it would be 30 people. And I was asking people to bring their toppings, just a topping to share. And we would provide a pizza or as many pizzas as you could eat. And that everyone would, put their toppings on the table and come to share. Sharing is something that we teach our children until they're five, six, seven years old. It's a very basic and very important thing that we all try to take to exemplify to our children. And as we become adults, we no longer share with our community. And this is what's hurting our communities. We have made convenience stores, which take the convenience out of our community of running, running across the street for four eggs to finish a cake or, you know, or, or anything, a, a half a gallon of gas to finish the, you know, the lawn or, you know, in, in these small things have broken commu- uh, communities down, whether, you know, we think about it or not, but uh, the bakery has, uh, from the first summer that I opened, I've been getting enormous press and, and, and I'm, you know, every day, extremely grateful. Um, I, I can only say that from the first uh, month that I was open, I was put on uh, the cover of Edible Vineyard and the island community responded in huge ways. We went from 30 people at our pizza nights to 50, then 60 then 80, now over 100, and well over 100 on a Wednesday evening. Each Wednesday evening, we still do our community dinner, 
from 5 to 8 p.m. People come, they play music, they share poetry, the children share dancing, they share stories that they've told, and it's wonderful. Um, we've all got something to share, whether it's a story or, or, or a smile or what we know. Uh, the great thing about Pizza Night is that we sit together and we eat together, um, and, and people who visit from around the world can come and share what they have found in secret places on this island, which make it more special than, you know, just doing the, you know, around the track normal things because they're very uh, eclectic and wonderful things that you can do here. But you have to really, um, you have to really reach out to the community that's here. And, and, and if you don't do that, then you will not find uh, the special things. And m my call is that I don't advertise. Um, I always say that if you love it, then you'll remember it and tell a friend and share it, thus sharing. And Pizza Night is all about teaching the adults who have forgotten how to share to share again. And for those germaphobes that come in and they say, wait, wait, but this food is out on the table and there are people and I just can't deal with it. Well, it's going into a 750-degree oven. <laughs> right. Nothing's coming out alive. <laughs> so it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, the pizza comes out potluck style. And the best pizza that I've ever tasted was a broccoli sauce, uh, broccoli cream sauce instead of a red sauce uh, with roasted garlic and uh, olives, sun-dried tomatoes. And I think caramelized onions. It was fantastic. <laughs> is, is that the one that's on the cover of your website? Uh, I, I I don't know. Oh. I, I, it, it might be. <laughs> it looks like it. The way you describe it, um, <laughs> Julie. That I'm. Um, thank you for taking time to share that story because I think um, you know I. I, I know my wife and I, when we left your bakery and the pizza oven and just your presence and being in your bakery and um, eating your the food that you prepared, you know, we left just feeling just like better people, like better human beings. And I would mm -hmm. imagine that um, when you that that most people do, you know, the just the, the they can bring. Uh, or be the better part of themselves while they're in your presence, and then that mm. just kind of sticks and stays with them when they when they leave just your your environment. I mean, I know it had right. a huge well, impact on me. We are very blessed to uh, live out here in Aquina, and uh, I don't know whether you know this about me. I don't know whether I told you, but I am part of the Wampanoag tribe, and my people have been here since uh, the the. Uh, before written history and uh and that my my stepfather was a, uh, the medicine man of the of the wampanoag people oh wow and that the bakery is built on what we call black brook and there are special premises there there are six springs that run underneath the 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 property and between the smoke from the oven and the water that comes through the ground, it's actually a very uh, sacred place for us. And, and it, and it's a place where the ancestors are very close to us. Um, I share with my help that 99% of the people that come to visit us each day are coming through the door and very positive. And that 
if you can work in a place where 99% of the people are immediately telling you something positive, that you should carry that through and recognize it. It will elevate you as it has uh, my business. I can't say that, you know, I can honestly say that I poured the last of my, uh, my money into it and um, it has come back to me tenfold uh, with um, that of which you spoke, the, the feeling that you got um, and, and that um, each day only gets better. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I talk to, to business people all the time and uh, one of the things that I talk about is that, you know, the key question that you want to uh, ask people, your clients are, would you refer a friend? And if the answer is yes, then you're you're doing something right. And if the answer is no, then your culture, you know, you're doing something wrong. But, and I'm going to use your words, but when you create a sacred space and a sacred and a, and a culture within a company or anything that you're doing, then, and, and it's, and it's an alignment with just your soul, then, then people do remember you and they do tell people about you. And that's, and that's been such the success of your of your growth and the honor system and giving people the feeling of trust again and the sharing. It's it's amazing. Uh, you know, I don't even want to get too many into business questions for you because I think your story is the essence of what every business tries to be and strives mm-hmm. to be, and the essence of just what you do and what comes naturally just from the DNA of of you I think is incredibly inspiring and that's why I'm so happy that you decided to be on the show and share your story because I think people will just you know be better people and more in their light for hearing it you know I think that you you have asked you know some really important questions on your on your paperwork that I had the chance to glance at and I didn't know uh, the answers to some of the questions. Um, but one of them was, what's your biggest failure? And I think that I, I, I considered it uh, my biggest failure, the loss of time for my children as a single mom. And, and the time that I put into uh, the bakery to make it what it is, uh, to focus on that. But I've always put things down to be with my children. Right. That's the luxury of the bakery. Um, but it, it returned to me when, as my son wrote an essay and I did not, oh, I didn't have the time to look or help him with his college essays. Um, he wrote his essay about the bakery and about the people that it had brought to our lives. And that from this very, very, uh, quiet, uh, outermost land in Aquinnah. We're a very small community of 300 in the summer and only 100 in the winter. Uh, how the bakery had brought people from all walks, all genre into our lives and how it had made him a better pe- person. How he chooses to, um, to take the side of all minorities, handicaps, whatever it might be and help them because he knows these people in their stories. And he wrote his college essay. I didn't, I didn't ever ask him to read it. He left it open on my computer one day and I walked up and I, uh, and I just saw this. It was a marvelously written piece of paper. And, and he is now at Dartmouth. He's still writing. 
but that I had actually instilled by creating this bakery something in him that he will carry through his lifetime is, you know, uh, it, it, you know it's touched his character. And as a single mom, uh, you know, of a thriving young man, mm-hmm. and my daughter is an artist who who paints our our world in many visual pictures um, from the bakery uh, or from our waters, which my people are fishermen. And, you know, it's just wonderful that they understand that, you know, first the key is to your happiness and to what you have to give, to offer, will give you something back to your own soul. So, you know, I just think that that, you know, through my own, you know, um, strife, it also helped me connect with my my children a bit, you know, um, in a great bit. Well, Uh, you know, I can't tell you. It's wonderful. I appreciate you sharing that story because um, it's a very vulnerable story. And um, and 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 talk, you know, you had to give some things up, but in return, and, but, but, but in really what was happening and you didn't even maybe realize it from what it sounds like is you were really giving so much more than you even thought. And that's a, that's a beautiful, right. that's a beautiful, um, story. And, uh, you know, I hope that this, and I, and I, and I know it will infuse people to in business and no matter what part of business that they're in or life, who, whoever listens to just get in alignment with what is important with your soul and your family and your life and do what uh, you love to do and make sure that it's doing something positive, not only for yourself, but the rest of the world. So uh, I, you are yeah. a huge inspiration and uh, I, I can't thank you enough. Any, any parting words and final words of wisdom? Well, you know, uh, uh, I just I just want to share with people that that um, that I'm very you know happy for the work that I've been able to do. My days are long, my days are hard, but my thanks go out to once again this community uh, for uh, for giving me the energy every Wednesday as people leave the property and thank me for what my work is. Uh, the strength to lift the, uh, well, we're, we're about to soar to about 700 pounds of lifting a day. Um, wow. <laughs> and that's not an easy feat. I am the lead baker and I'm doing, I do a lot. I'm also the select woman of the town. Um, but you know, if you, if you, if you love my story, then find me, uh, online, uh, on, PBS on uh, <laughs> New York Times website. We have been recognized, and and my thanks are are you know many folds for what the good people out there in this world prove to me, and uh, that my business is worthy of uh, of carrying on the story. Mm. And this story helps my people. So, well, thank and, you, John. And 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 it and it helps the world be a better place. Tell people, Julie, where they can get a hold of you and learn more about uh, Orange Peel Bakery. Um, well, my uh, my uh, website is orangepeelbakery@squarespace.com or something like that. <laughs> Orangepeelbakery.squarespace. Orange yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and uh, that's well. My, that's my website. Or that's my email, and uh, I am here. And 
we are we are getting incrementally bigger each year, and I hope to reach the larger community very very soon. Um, so and and always uh, reaching out to me, I I try to keep up and respond, uh, and uh, you know, I I hope that people will. All right. Well, they they will, Thank and you. I will continue to spread your story. Drink out of my Orange Peel Bakery uh, coffee mug, and think of you and <laughs> how. I can uh, be better when I drink out of it on a daily basis as well. So thank you so much. Very grateful to have you on the show. Have an amazing rest of the day, and thank you. I will, absolutely. All right, Julie. <laughs> Talk to you again sometime. Yes, though. for thank sure, Julie. So- Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit johndwaskin.com. For additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, The Think Big Movement, Grow Your Business Big, Very Big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johndwaskin.com, text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big.